Excuse me, is this the reading room? Yes, I'm Dr. Saad Manzoul. And I'm Dr. Travis Howard. This is Reading Room Talk. Thank you for pressing play. Today we have a welcome, very, welcome. very, very special guest. We have Dr. Alan Ostrike out of the University of Cincinnati who wrote this amazing book that we talked about on our previous episode. Annual history of African Americans and radiology. And I just remember this connection that I had with you. You know, you you, you took me, um, you took me aside, and you really taught me in, in a way that I could relate. And you, you connected with me. And uh, when I saw your name on this book given to me by one of my mentors, it was just, you know, it just seemed very good. <laughs> like well, I'm was, still I'm still teaching medical students uh, in a similar way, not connect- quite as often, but. Oh, that's At least so once nice. or twice a week. Oh, that's so nice. Wonderful. And where exactly are you now? I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. I've been here for about 42 years. Wow, wow. At the Children's Hospital. I see. And, you know, we read in the book that Dr. Young basically went from Rochester to Cincinnati. Now, did you, uh, was he instrumental in having you come to Cincinnati, or how did that connection happen? Uh, well, I just knew him from my medical school, and I traced his career and he traced my career through the years. I see, I see, I see. Now, can you give us a little bit of, of detail, I guess, as far as um, when, like, I'm assuming you were at the meeting and this idea was brought up about making this book, A Centennial History of African Americans in Radiology? Yeah, uh, I was in contact with several members and by phone or by mail, and they gave me manuscripts, and I wrote the main manuscript. Uh, Dr. Carl Mansfield and I put together a group of slides for the history of radiology in, in 1995, and wow. that played into this as well. I see, I see. Now, um, I guess we were also we we're also reading that, like, we saw all the pictures in the book, too. The pictures are amazing, and they're from, you know, everyone all around yeah, the country. Yeah, it, it was fun digging them up and sometimes corresponding with relatives and sometimes getting them from the literature. In those days, the internet wasn't quite as connected, so I had to do most of my work in libraries. Wow, wow, wow. And you would get these pictures from the libraries as well. Wow, that's, uh, yeah, that's an amazing feat. And how long did it take you to complete the book? Uh, probably two or three years. I see, I see. And I remember reading, I saw an article that you had, kind of like a shorter article that you had published in, I'm not sure which journal, but it was basically talking about some of the original African-Americans in radiology. Now, did you, was this something that was also with the NMA, or is that something that you kind of created on yeah, your own? Yeah, that was through the NMA. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That's... So when the, when, the, when the book was talk about, talked about, what was what was the discussion like? We need to document this, or there, you know, that there's a there's missing information out there. We need to put it in one place. What was yeah, that? Uh, it was just it was an idea, and people liked the idea, and they everybody who I asked contributed something for me. It worked very well. Oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. Yeah. And you know, I think um, you know, as we were reading through the book, you know, we thought it was just, yeah, it's just amazing to like be able to document that history. And you know, the whole point of our podcast here is kind of do like a similar thing, basically, where like we have everyone kind of tell their own stories as well, which is, uh, you know, very important too. But, um, you know, I don't think we can like thank you enough for actually, you know, you know, volunteering and taking on like such a, such a big mission to, uh, you know, gather all these different stories. Yeah. And I saw, yeah, what, what's there is there. And Dr. Mosley's manuscript really 
something special among on Dr. Allen's stuff. I see, so, I see. And there we are. I want to take a moment to emphasize someone who you didn't make in, mention in your podcast, who yes, is early perfect, in the please. book. Yes, And that is because it's a timely thing. And that's Dr. Claudius Bell of Chicago, okay. early, early radiologist in Chicago, who unfortunately also is the first African-American radiologist who we know died. And he died from the pandemic, the flu pandemic, oh, in So he had worked his way up from a, being a pharmacist and was a radiologist in Chicago. And oh, among other things, he contributed to when President Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, was shot in a campaign thing. Uh, he mm. uh, contributed to the interpretation of where the bullet was in his chest. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So that's, that's just one more person in the book. There's a lot of things. Oh, there's I'd, a lot also, of... I'd also mention that I believe Rose Piggies was named Piggies. Piggies. Oh, that's another yes. pronunciation. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And I probably right. came from Dr. Allen because he knew her. Yeah, because well. it sounds like she trained at his one of his radiology technology schools in St. Louis. So. Right. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about Dr. William Allen? Because, um, you know, I mean, he's like a legend, obviously. And um, a mentioned... fantastic person. He got along well with people. You know about the elevator story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that he got the gold medal of the American College of Radiology was really neat. And as a leading light for the section of radiology of the NMA, he really put it all together. Yes. Now I saw he was in the original section on uh, radium in like 1936, I believe. And uh... yeah, he, he he was there. He wrote articles early on. Wow. Many people did it. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's amazing. Now, who like you know, obviously we we weren't able to get through everyone in the book, but who else um, would you like to uh, you know tell us about or like at least make mention of so we can um, make sure that we. Uh, acknowledge their contributions as well. Okay, would you say that again? Um, well, as I was asking, who else Who else that we did not mention who was in the book that you would like to speak about and at least make mention of since uh, their contributions I, were? I, I, I think you've mentioned John Mosley, but he was really a, a very major person and friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, John Mosley, I recently got a call from a lady in Chicago, uh, lady in New York City uh, who was interested in uh, Rudolf Fischer. And as we got to talking, I told her, hey, in this section, I had a friend, John Mosley, and he said, she said, he lives next door to us, or he lives next door to us. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> so it, it all comes together. It does, doesn't it? It really does. Now, tell, can you tell us a little bit more about Dr. John Mosley? John Mosley was an excellent student in Harvard, mm -hmm. and he was shocked when he came in to ask for admission to their medical school. And he was told by, I guess, the dean's office, we don't <laughs> admit African-Americans into our medical school here. Wow. That was a real shock. He, he mentioned that, in the, in the, I think, in the book about his story. So he went off to Chicago, and he did very well there. And, Mm -hmm. Came back to New York and did great things there, and has his famous book on uh, anemias. Uh, 
So he, he was a really wow. fine person. Yes. I enjoyed his friendship. And that's amazing that you've known, you, you knew these people personally. And I think um, it's really important for us to talk to you about them too, because you knew that they were, you know, although they were trailblazers, they seemed like, you know, they were very much intricate in your life and became more than friends outside of radiology. So that's, that's just amazing. Well, the book, it was very nice when I was doing the research to contact the families if I could. And they always gave me helpful information. Uh, and the book kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Very fine people there. Absolutely. Uh, Ivy Brooks, who was very important as secretary in our section of radiology, mm-hmm. uh, she was a fantastic person, and I learned things about her from her write-up and, unfortunately, from her obituary that I didn't know. And now, what you see in the book is what you see in the book. Yes, yes. Now, what is there anything that about Dr. Ivy Roach Brooks that was uh, not in the book that you can tell us about her? Because it sounds like she was kind of a non-traditional student in New York before she uh, went on. Yeah, to I don't have anything special to say. Uh, it, it gives us the leading things, but uh, she was a very uh, strong member and leader in the section of radiology. I see. Dr. Ostrak, have you had, um, what have your encounters been like after this book was released from family? I imagine some family might reach out to you with, with a fair amount of gratitude. Yeah, they, they more or less, I got that when I talked to them for getting material for the book. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it was uh, quite something. And there still are lots of copies available from the section of radiology or radioncology and radiology. Yes. So if anyone wants a copy of the book, basically, they would just contact the NMA section on radiology. Right. You have the information there. Yes, exactly. We'll make sure that that's uh, available for everybody as well. Um, Just to make sure that... Dr. Dr. Marcus Wheatland, the first radiologist. Amazing. As you know, he came from Jamaica, he was working as a shoemaker in Boston, and one of the, and I don't remember the name offhand, but one of the people from the section on radiology saw him doing his shoemaking. He said, you're doing some good work. Well, why don't you uh, try coming to medicine? And so somehow he got into uh, really? oh, Howard, wow. and he worked his way through, and then came back, and he had a thriving practice in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. uh, <laughs> stories are amazing. I mean, those are the type of, uh, details that, uh, you know, kind of happens for us here now too. Like, you know, you'll be doing one thing and someone will recommend something for you and then you'll kind of take that path. It sounds like that's what happened for him where he was basically a shoemaker and someone asked him to go into medicine and he did it. Um, let me ask you a question about them actually about, uh, Dr. Wheatland. And I saw the connection with, uh, Dr. Rudolph Fisher, you know, he went to a medical school at Brown. Well, he went to undergrad at Brown. Do you know if there's any connection between um, Dr. Marcus Wheatland and Dr. Rudolph Fisher? Well, Rudolph Fisher at Brown was a fine student, and he was Phi Beta Kappa, early Phi Beta Kappa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he went to New York City where, as you've mentioned, or your podcast has mentioned, he did very well, and then 
he didn't do so well with his practice and he yes. had to work as a technologist. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that seems like a kind of like not a common story, but you know, I think, you know, in a place like New York where the competition's so high, I think it's, it's, it seems like it was difficult for like the radiologist to make it in radiology, but you know, just from looking in the book, like it, it sounds like a lot of the opportunities for um, African-Americans came in uh, Chicago, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Um, in radiology, which, you know, we kind of saw that pattern as well. So Dr. Fisher, as a, an author, was very famous. Not everybody knew he was a radiologist, but he was very Perhaps. big in uh, short stories. And a couple books. Exactly, exactly. So, and one thing I am noticing here, you know, when you go down the history, these these radiologists often wore many hats. They did many different things. You know, see, York Rudolph Fisher, you know, he was an author during the during the Har Harlem Renaissance. You know, friends with Langston Hughes and Paul Robeson. It's just giants and um, some great history there, and very appropriate during this month to highlight these folks, these trailblazers, as you mentioned, Saad. Um, and I think this book, if I have to say it, um, it's going to be, it's an inspiration to, to many that may not know that these folks existed. You know, we, we need to see it. We need to see, um, we need to normalize it. And, it, and I hope it inspires some young African-Americans to, to go into radiology. Well, we hope so. Uh, there is also hope of a new second edition that uh, some of the members of the uh, group are going to put together, and I sure hope so. Uh, That'd be amazing. And well, we definitely have to help out with that. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, like I guess we just wanted to get a little bit more information about the radiologist that, again, that we did not know, um, obviously, but the ones that, you know, that. Like, for example, like the, like Dr. Leslie Alexander was that um, in New York. Is there any, any additional information you can give us about him or his son, who's a uh, radiologist as well? Well, Alexander was interesting. He got to medical school without, or he got into radiology without, I think, going formally through medical school. And then in Chicago, he was given a trial and they said, hey, you're good. We'll take you. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So again, just uh, getting the right information at the right time for him. It sounds like it worked out for him. Yeah. Now, Dr. Ostrak, have you worked with Dr. Coleman at all? You know, um, you know, the head of ACR now. Um, right. Well, I know her through the section on radiology, and yes, a fine person who's worked her way up through the ranks. Yeah, that's great. You know, um, I know Cincinnati Children's is. Um, you know, doing amazing things as well as, you know, child. So I just, I wondered if your path across and her work in fetal medicine and you know, you're both pediatric, you know, working pediatrics, but, um, yeah, it's great yeah. to be able to talk to both of you on the podcast. Well, we're very proud of what she's accomplished and she knows me and I know her, but, uh, that's about it for now. Yeah. Gotcha. So what type of advice would you give us? Like, you know, we're going to try to kind of do a similar thing, obviously, where we try to, you know, contact the contact as many people as we can um, in order to get their stories where they can tell their own stories as well. What type of uh, advice would you give us, 
when we go out and try to uh, talk to all the different people no, around the country. It's nice to ask your question. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Uh, Tina young uh she's going to give you some good information about people. Yes. And she, of course, has got a very fine position there in Boston. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's amazing. Um, and um, I guess also as far as your career in, in Cincinnati, like, were there any of the people that were in the book that kind of, you know, came through Cincinnati at any point or any radiology residents? Well, doc, Dr. Young is the major person from Cincinnati. Uh, Dr. Lionel Dr. Young. Yes. Dr. Young taught me in Rochester, New York, the way I taught you and so forth. Wow. Wow. No, that makes... Uh, that's amazing. We really, uh, yeah, we really appreciate uh, all the information here. Um, and uh, yeah, if there's another time where you'd like to, uh, you know, sit down with us and tell us, uh, you know, more stories about all the different radiologists as we go along, definitely, um, you know, we'll reach out to you. You can reach out to us. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate Well, we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was really uh, a joy to uh, go through and learn about people and to talk about people from their families. And uh, yeah, it was good stuff. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much for uh, being here with us again. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll be in contact and we'll definitely be reaching out to you to get advice as we try to get some more information on all of these uh, amazing people. Yeah, if Dr. Wiggins is available from Chicago, uh, he would be a good person for you to talk to. Okay, perfect. Dr. Henry Wiggins. Dr. Henry, Henry Wiggins. Wiggins. Okay. And, um, yeah, if you think of anyone else that we can talk to, please let us know because we would... Uh, okay, I'll try to get you information about how to reach Dr. Wiggins, assuming he's perfect. Uh, available, but uh, he, he would be good. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much. Right. We really appreciate so, it. And, uh, yeah, so I want to thank you guys for what you're doing with your podcast and <laughs> no problem. I mean, your book, you know, the book that you created is an inspiration for us to, uh, you know, try Absolutely. to do this. You know, I think, uh, you know, you kind of went um, above and beyond, you know, getting all the different manuscripts, the pictures, the stories, and, you know, you know, consolidating them all in one place where, you know, people like me and Travis can, um, you know, basically have this book where, you know, we know our history in radiology. Yeah, your, your passion for it is infectious, so I appreciate it for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, very good and great talking to you. Yes, thank you so much. So, until next time, stay low and keep caring. Lights can't keep sweating.